Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living A Course in Miracles. This is season four, and it's called The Journey. Episode 21, The Now, Living in the Holy Instant. Welcome back, and welcome to The Journey. The Journey series is a continuation of the book's teachings with more added life journeys and experiences to share. I started this podcast two years ago this month. It honestly does not feel like two years has gone by. The first season, I felt compelled to take people on a journey through the book, chapter by chapter. The second season, I wanted to help people learn the lessons the book was trying to teach. I called that season the Lesson Series. The third season, which I called The Course, gave an overview of the book that came mostly from my perspective as a learner. And now this fourth season called The Journey. As I read this book over and over, I referred to it as an onion. It has many, many layers. Each time I read it, I find some new lesson or a deeper understanding of the less of the lessons I've come to accept and live by. This is the 21st episode of season four, and it will be the last episode of this season. I have, without giving much thought, progressed through this season, knowing exactly what to do next. As I approached this final episode, I could not think of what to do next. I took that as a sign, a sign that it needs to end here. It makes sense to end it in this moment. But just as I've been guided along the way up to this point, another idea came to my mind. When I first started reading the book, I was mind blown by what it was saying. I felt I needed to find people who wanted to read this book and we would do it together. I formed a book club. Myself and five other women sat at my kitchen table drinking cups of tea for eight months as we weekly embarked upon the journey of discovering the book. I have since hosted weekly book clubs on A Course in Miracles for the last five and a half years now. They moved to Zoom meetings for obvious reasons, you know, when um, COVID came upon us. I have new and returning friends each time. Now, it might make more sense to you now as to why I've read this book over a dozen times. I feel that a book club might be our next step on this journey for you and me. I'll go back to where I started. I'm figuring out the logistics of it. It was suggested by the other book club members that I'm currently in a book club with that I might do the podcast during a live feed on Facebook or another streaming platform and allow people to join in and have conversations live. The book clubs usually run, the book club sessions usually run from one to one and a half hours to cover each chapter. And each week I aim for completing a chapter each week, but that's not always possible if the chapter is particularly long. I think it would be more realistic for me to do this um, new season bi-weekly, staying with the same format that I've created so far. So I'll do a live stream and record it as 
I'm doing it so I can upload it as my podcast on the every second Sunday schedule, which I've been doing all along. I hope you will get a copy of the book if you don't already have one and join me in a book club. The now. I picked up another short book a a little while back called Practicing the Now by Eckhart Tolle. He's also a student of the course. His books clearly and equally resonate the lessons of A Course in Miracles. It is especially important to learn how to live in the now. Our minds have been trained not to live in the now. It has been programmed to spend hours reflecting or going over past events. In doing so, we think it'll help us understand what happened or what we were supposed to learn as a result of what happened to us in our past. We feel guilty for not understanding or for not doing something different. Guilt is the underlying emotion we attach to our past. We find ourselves saying things like, I wish I'd done that differently. Or I wonder what would have happened if I'd done that differently. This I know for sure. If you did not learn it at the moment that it came to you, then it'll come back to you at some point. You were either not aware of the lesson presented to you at that time or not ready for it. There is absolutely nothing of importance you will ever find in your past. Nothing. The same applies to thinking about the future. Again, it has not happened and there is no way to predict the exact outcome. You can plan and focus on a specific outcome, but there is zero guarantee it'll happen the way you want it to. So why bother? The emotion of worry is associated with the future, worried about what might happen, worried about what is coming next, worried about not planning for a future. We like to think ahead and figure some, figure out some goals and strive to achieve those goals. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. It is important in this life to feel like there's something to look forward to. It is when our brain spends hours upon hours playing out possible scenarios or worrying about what may or may not happen, that is when we get stuck. Stuck in an imaginary future and stuck thinking that our thoughts about it will somehow change the outcome. What are we missing when the future is always on our minds or the past is constantly played over and over in our minds? We're missing this moment. We're missing living in the now, the space and time that exists for us right now. We overlap the past and the future with our thoughts and cover over the now. What thoughts do our brains have in the now? None. If you clear your mind of past and future thoughts, what are left? None. Your mind will be completely blank. It's true. Try it. How can you conjure up thoughts in a now moment? You can, but you you shouldn't be if you're in the now. You are living in the moment, absorbing your environment, watching things around you, listening to the sounds around you, feeling your feet on the ground or your butt in your chair, picking up on the smells around you, 
what would you be thinking right at that moment? I guarantee you, if you're truly aware of all those senses and engaged in this moment, you will have zero thoughts in your head. There will be nothing there. If there is, then you are not paying attention to the now. The now clears your mind. The now heightens your senses. You will be opening yourself up to what is happening to you or around you right at this moment. Even time will have very little relevance or importance. The now brings us to the most relaxing and uplifting experiences of our lifetime. Every one of us has ventured into the now, but few stay for very long. It usually happens at unexpected events. Holidays far away or moments when we are focused or we are forced to focus on what is happening right now. Then we let our minds wander again to the past or into a faraway future, never returning until we are pushed there again. Now think about this. Think about an event, a holiday, or experience where you lived it, loved it, and found joy in something that was out of your ordinary existence. Bet it was awesome. I bet it's a memory you recall often and love reliving in your mind. You do that at the expense of what is occurring right now. The course refers to the now as the holy instant. The instant that you discover this moment. The instant that you see and feel the moment you are living in alive and aware, open to everything that surrounds you. In chapter 15 in The Course of Miracles, it's called The Holy Instant. The whole chapter is called that. There's a part in the chapter that says this, and I quote, How long is an instant? Could you not give so short a time to the Holy Spirit for your salvation? He asks for no more for he has no need for more. How long is an instant? It is as long, sorry, it is as short for your brother as it is for you. Practice giving this blessed instant a freedom to all who are enslaved by time and thus make time their friend for them. How long is an instant? as long as it takes to reestablish perfect sanity, perfect peace, perfect love for everyone, for God and for yourself, unquote. I always liked that it said reestablish, which confirms we had it once. The Holy Instant is not special or reserved for chosen people. It is an ability and a gift given to each and every one of us. It has the word holy in it because God wanted us to not ever be mistaken about who we are and how perfect we are. He wants us to see, smell, touch, listen, and taste the very essence of our true love, peace, happiness, and joy. That is only ever achieved in the holy instant. Here's another quote from the book. It says, Fear is not of the present, 
only the past and the future, which does not exist, end quote. Fear does not and cannot live in the moment. In the holy instant, fear is not there. It's an impossibility. If fear is present, you are not. The now or the holy instant has never been more important to bring into our lives as it is at this very moment. This world has been thrown, sorry, has thrown itself into fear. I know it's had help, but we have let fear rule our lives. We have done this because we think we are bodies. I cannot think of another time or place that this book, A Course in Miracles, is more relevant and needed. The lessons are the way out of this insanity we have created and one that we choose to live in. The slightest shift in perception can change everything. It can change you if you want that. The now is the first step and the biggest step to finding your peace and perfect love. Start right now. Hey, you're listening to my voice. So let me guide you into the now. Let me take you into the holy instant right now. So first, close your eyes. Listen to the sound of my voice. Listen to the sounds around you. If you have a clock in your room that ticks, if you have a pet that lies around at your feet or is in the next room, or perhaps there's a humming of a motor coming from um, a machine in the room with you, it could be a fridge, could be the generator, could be anything. Listen to that sound and those sounds around you. Listen closely to all of it. In your mind, tell yourself what you hear. Start to say, whether it's out loud or in your mind, you can do it either way, what it is that you're hearing. Next, open your eyes. Look around you. What do you see? Look for that clock that's ticking or that pet that's sleeping or making some noise or for the sounds off in the distance or that hum from that um, machinery in the room with you. Maybe there's sounds coming from outside. Look, look around you. Look at them all. Look at the things creating the sound. Look at everything around you. Now, once you start naming them, your table, your chair, a book, some flowers, the the clock that's ticking. Whatever your eyes fall upon, say what they are out loud or in your head. Now take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out slowly. Now I want you to take another breath. But this time when you breathe in, I want you to try to pick up the smells around you. Sniff the air. Move around. Smell things that are around you. See if you can pick up specific spells, smells from things. Next, I want you to feel the clothing you're wearing. 
You know, feel how it feels. What does that shirt feel like? What do those pants or shorts feel like? What is the material you're wearing? Is it cotton? Is it polyester? What is it that you have on? Feel your skin. Feel your leg. (laughs) If you're wearing shorts, you can feel your leg. Pick up things. Feel objects. Feel the chair that you're sitting on or the couch you're sitting on. Run your hands across the table that you're sitting at. What's the table made out of? Is it made of wood? Is it made of glass? Is it made of metal? What is that? How does it feel? You know, feeling the objects, touching them, and start picking things up around you and, and, and make an effort, a conscious effort to say what they are. Then, if you've got some water nearby or a cool drink in front of you or a hot drink, pick it up, take a drink, taste it, eat a biscuit, eat a cookie anything around you that you can taste. What does it taste like? Can you pick up something different from the taste of it now that you're focusing on tasting it? I can tell you that my first coffee every morning is a moment in itself for me. Okay. Now ask yourself, while I got you to focus on all these things, what were you thinking? What thoughts were you focused on? If you were genuinely following my guidance, your answer should be none. That you were only focused on what I was telling you to do. Much like guided meditation, which does accomplish roughly the same thing, this asks that you do not picture something in your mind. The holy instant asks that you do not go into your mind at all. That you stay in the moment of your existence. This moment. You stay in the instant that is now and upon you. If you try this every day, if you begin to take over your thoughts and clear your mind, it'll take practice, but I am living proof it can be achieved. Thanks for listening. I will not be uploading another episode in two weeks. I am going to take a short break. And we'll return on Sunday, August 8th to begin season five. Five. (laughs) I need this time to uh, find the live stream, figure out what I'm doing um, with the book club. As far as the book club's concerned, I mean, I've done this so many times, that is not the issue. But I just want to make sure I can get any kinks out of being able to do a live feed because I've never done that. So it'll give me some time to do that. And I thank you for your patience and waiting for me to do that. I've been holding book clubs for our, a course of, a course in miracles for the past five and a half years. I think it's time to open it up to all of you. So again, I will record twice per month as I have in the past. Those episodes will be facilitated by me. I ask that everyone read the chapter before I share my insights about it. It will give people time to review the chapter before the episode. I will read and quote sections. You will have the opportunity to go through the book with me, chapter by chapter. Not everyone keeps up with the reading. It is a difficult book to read. I told you it took me 20 20 years to pick up this book and read it. And I made many, many attempts. You do not need to do this. You will only need a copy of the original text of A Course in Miracles, which can be purchased at most bookstores. 
um, used bookstores online or by the Foundation for Inner Peace, which is the publisher of the book. I will have this information in the details of this podcast. If you follow what I'm doing, it will guide you through the book. If you have questions, you'll be able to either ask them in the live feed or email them to me. And I will discuss it either at the time of the podcast or refer to them at the beginning of the next book club episode, if you email me questions. In closing, I would like to say hello to all of my listeners far and wide. Our borders are shrinking, which is to say that our connectiveness is growing. Thank you all for listening please continue to review and rate the podcast. I can be contacted by email at trifectanow3 at gmail.com. If you'd like to ask a question, make a comment, or just say hello. And I always put the podcast, sorry, I always put the email address in the podcast notes for every podcast. I think this next journey will allow those who have not read the book or those who have struggled with reading it to get the opportunity to read it along with me. Thanks for sharing the love. Remember, this is truly our journey together. Let us together find our way. Live in this moment. It's the only one that truly matters. Love always, Denise.